Well, hello, Toowoomba. Welcome to episode 29 of the Talking Toowoomba podcast. Happy spring and bring on the Carnival of Flowers. This week, we celebrate local creatives. We chat with author Rory Hammersley Mather about his book, Vlad's Bad Breath, in shops 1st September. And artist Alex Stalling, one of our favourites, about the chalk art in the Botanic Gardens during September. In News of the Week, a shout out to other podcasters and those who just love listening to podcasts. The 1st of September is World Podcast Day. This week is also Legacy Week, so go and buy some GF Oats Anzac Biscuits and support a local company who is supporting Legacy. The Council is looking for participants in Creative CBD Toowoomba, a program that sees local creatives and start-up businesses have an opportunity to trial their ideas in brick-and-mortar locations, further refining their business offerings and model before taking on the risk of a commercial space. See the links on our show pages, website and at tr.qld.gov.au. Now, for those with kids who would love a copy of Vlad's Bad Breath, Rory is giving four away as part of a colouring in competition. See the show notes, our website, or watch for the Facebook post with the colouring sheets. Now, let's get on with the show. Well, I'd like to welcome to the Talking Toowoomba podcast another local author from the Toowoomba's Writers Group, and I'm speaking with Rory. G'day, Rory. How are you? Good, thanks, Shane. How are you? Yeah, look, really good. So, Rory, I've noticed on your website you described yourself as a big kid with a beard. Yes, yes, and uh, particularly at the moment, it's um, it's a big kid with a even bigger beard because it hasn't uh, been trimmed throughout this whole isolation period. But yeah, it, when you were young, I believe you you travelled the world in a yacht. Yeah, so when I was a very little, my father. My father got cancer and was forced to retire, but came through um, from the cancer, and that made him want to pursue his dreams. And one of his dreams was to circumnavigate the globe. So all through my childhood, he was building a yacht called Vamp. And when I was nine years old, we moved onto the boat. Um, we lived in, in Beachmere, near, near Caboolture, and we moved onto the boat and uh, set sail. And uh, yeah, we were sailing for about four years. That must have been an incredible experience for you. Yeah, you know, it was um, definitely a... Uh, Definitely an experience that shaped me as an adult and as a person. I, like I, I visited, visited about just under 50 countries, been to every continent except Antarctica. Yeah, definitely life-changing experience. Now, if I understand correctly, you also grew up not really enjoying reading. Yeah, no, I was, um, I was a bad reader, and as a result, I didn't enjoy it. I probably, I, I, I was also very slow to learn. It. I remember um, really struggling and. Uh, my, my parents tried and tried and tried, but um, I think part of having a love of reading comes from experiencing a good book. And for me, that experience didn't come until I was in uh, grade six, would have been, and that was with Harry Potter. So I guess same for a lot of people, but to me, it was a good book and the help of a caring adult. So a family friend sat me down and bought me. they bought me the Harry Potter books, and they read one page, and I read one page, and 
so on and so forth. And it wasn't long before I was starting to read ahead of them and, uh, yeah, haven't put down books since. So you could say that Harry Potter started it all. Yeah, Harry Potter definitely did start it all, yeah. Although there were a few books. Um, I did read a few Roald Dahl books before that, but, uh, yeah, definitely didn't have the love of reading that I do have now, That and that did definitely come from the Harry Potter books. So as a big kid with a beard now that you are, what yeah. what sort of books do you like yourself reading now? From the kid perspective, I still love a really good picture book. I, I can't say, like whenever I go to a bookstore, that's the first area I go to, the picture book section, and I always like to see what's new and what's what just been released. But I do also read a lot of historical fiction, and my favourite area of, of that, of that genre, would be um, nautical fiction, so Polynesian Wars. Yeah, if you recall the movie Martian Commander with um, Russell Crowe, that was a movie that was actually a result of about 20 books written by a fellow named Patrick O'Brien, and uh, yeah, that's definitely one of my favourite series. So what led you to, to starting to want to become an author and write books yourself? Well, actually, funny enough, I've always written. I, I used to write poetry when I was younger. Every year I'd write mum a, um, a poem for a birthday and a poem for Mother's Day, and I also grew up listening to hip-hop, so I used to actually, used to actually write a few uh, rap songs wasn't very good at rapping itself, so I, I could write the lyrics, but I couldn't uh, rap them myself. So that, I guess, meant that I was always writing, but it, then I discovered picture books. I was doing a job working at a public library, and I, as, as part of the role, I would read picture books to kids at story time twice a week. Yeah, I, I fell in love with the craft. I'd read some books, and some books you'd see would give the kids an amazing reaction, and they'd love them. And other ki- other books, would, you'd find that the kids wouldn't get a reaction. And when you don't get a good reaction, it's disappointing. And so sometimes I'd read a book and on a topic, I feel like I could do that better. And so, yeah, really started from there. I The first book I ever wrote, actually, and it's not, not probably ever going to come out, but it's called um, it's called Hanson and Gretel Zombie Siblings. And what it was was we had a copy of ha- the traditional Hanson and Gretel story at the library where Hanson and Gretel both had big rosy cheeks, just the art style that was done. And in my mind, I, I was a big fan of like The Walking Dead and other um, zombie shows. It reminded me of zombies. And so I had, for about six months, I had this idea in my head about handsome gravel zombies and whatnot. And one day um, I was homesick from work and I thought, well, you know, you're laying on the couch doing nothing. Might as well put pen to paper or um, keyboard to, to Microsoft Word, I guess. And uh, yeah, so that was my first story written. Now, you've got a book coming out on the 1st of September called Vlad's Bad Breath. Tell us a little bit about who Vlad is and what this book's about. Vlad is a vampire boy who uh, doesn't brush his teeth, and he doesn't do it because he can't see himself in the mirror. A little bit of uh, folklore there. Vampires don't see themselves, can't see their own reflections. The idea came about, actually, I used to be a part of Rotorac, which is the youth version of Rotary, and I was at a lecture on dental hygiene, and just like these things happen, the idea of a vampire brushing his teeth you know, things and all that just sort of started working its way around in my head. And I went home that night and I wrote the first draft of Vlad's Bad Breath. And so Vlad, yeah, he's got his bad breath, but he's got two friends, Frank and Keith, and they've both got their own hygiene issues um, as well. And together they just worked them out. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a fun rhyming story. So now that's coming out on the 1st of September. Are you able to give us a little snippet from from the book? I can, I can. I'll, I'll read you the first two pages because. I don't want to give too much away, but I do want to demonstrate the, the rhyme. I think people listening to the podcast, if you know Pig the Pug, if you can think of the, like it's a little bit darker than Pig the Pug, but that sort of fun rhyming style, it, I, I'd like not to compare myself to Aaron Blady, but that's what I was trying to aim for when I wrote this story. So here's the first two 
It's actually four pages. So the first spread goes, this is a tale of a boy named Vlad, a boy whose breath smelt super bad. Vlad refused to brush his teeth both on top and underneath. I will not brush them, young Vlad said. I just don't have to. I'm undead. He hadn't brushed or flossed for years. His foul breath brought his mum to tears. <laughs> okay, so obviously it's going to develop from there. So uh, that's that sounds interesting. Vlad's bad breath. I like that. And he's a little boy vampire. Now, I believe you're willing to actually give away a signed copy of this book when it's released. Yep, definitely. Yeah, it's it's a book means the world to me. Obviously, it's my first book to be released, and yeah, I'd love to share it with someone. Yeah. All right. Well, look, what we're do, what we're going to do is we're actually going to give away a signed copy of Vlad's. Here, it's a tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah. Vlad's Bad Breath, written by Rory. Now, what we're going to get you to do is when you hear the podcast, you need to go to both. You need to go to Rory's Facebook page and look for the post about him being on the Talking Dormer podcast. You need to make a comment about uh, listening to the podcast and and being interested in Rory's book. And then you also need to like his Facebook page. And then in a couple of weeks' time, we'll announce the winner. Now, Rory, they often say that there's a lot of an author in the books that they write. Yeah. Now, I know you've, you've got plans for other books coming up. And without giving anything away, is there... Is there that going to be true with some of your stories? Is it going to be a little bit of, of Rory in some of these stories? I'd like to think there's a little bit of me in, um, in Vlad, although not the bad breast part. Like I, I do brush very <laughs> regularly. That's good to hear. My mum's listening. Oh, I'm pleased to hear that. I'm sure mum will be too. But uh, no, the sequel the sequel of Vlad comes out next year, and it's called Vlad Loves Not Dead. And it's about Vlad, Frank and Keith, and a little bit of a childhood primary school romance. I crush on... Um, the girl next door sort of thing. So um, I, I remember when I was growing up, I definitely had a few uh, few crushes on girls at school. So, yeah. All right. That, that's interesting. I'll, I'm going to look forward to reading that. Rory, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. But as always, I have two questions that I like to ask all my guests. Yep. First of all, what is it that you love about Toowoomba? Well, as I said before, like I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't born in Toowoomba. Um, I moved here. I moved here when I was 13. So I've been here longer than I've been anywhere else. But what I love most about Toowoomba is the scenery. I love particularly the trees and the parks, but I love that you can drive down a street and you've got those beautiful big trees on the side. They just give you a sense of, of history and just it's just so scenic. And Toowoomba, for me, that's what I think of when I think of Toowoomba. When you, you get to the top of the range and you start driving down Margaret Street and those trees on the other side, yeah, I just, I just and that, that and it's got that, that small town feel, but also like you're not missing the things from the big city. I, I like to call it the Melbourne of the North, personally. Um, I think it's got that, that culture that comes with the bigger cities, but has that the small-town values. I must admit, I'm a bit of a fan of Toowoomba for those same sort of reasons. Now, there's another question I've got for you, and that is, if you could sit down with a famous person, dead or alive, who would you pick and why? All right. Well, um, the famous person, I, this, this, this question actually kept me up for a while because I'm a bit of a history buff, so I was going through everyone throughout history thinking of um, would I like to sit with, down with them. But a few of them are very nice people, so I actually went for someone a bit who actually mentioned earlier on the podcast, and that's um, Patrick O'Brien, the author of the Jack Aubrey series of naval historical fiction. And the reason why is because um, Patrick O'Brien's been dead for some time now, but he wrote about, I think, 21 books in the Jack Aubrey series, and he 
unfortunately passed away before he was able to finish the series, and he actually passed away mid mid through one we went through one book, which they actually did publish. They published what he had written so far. I'd like to talk to him for a few reasons. I'd like to know how the story ends, but also he's just such a fantastic writer. He's the way he puts words together is something like I mean it's not really picture book style, but it's just something that I think everyone could aspire to. Um, it's actually there's a quote of his which is the sea if it teaches nothing else compels does at least compel a submission to the inevitable, which resembles patience. And for me, having grown up on a boat and like loving loving the ocean and loving reading historical naval fiction, that yeah, just it sounds poetic, even though yeah, it's not traditional rhyme. Well, again, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast this morning. Now, if people want to check you out on your website, what's your website address? Uh, it's RoryHMather.com. And your Facebook page? If you just search Rory H. Mather, and if you, if you can't find that, um, put author after it, and you'll definitely find me. And I'm also on Instagram as well under Rory H. Mather author. All right, Rory, look, thanks for chatting. We'll catch up just after the 1st of September uh, once the book's been released, and we'll announce the winner to having a signed copy of Vlad's Bad Breath. Thank you so much, Shane. It's been a pleasure. Bye for now. Bye. Now, I'm chatting with Alex Stalling, who is going to explain to us about what's happening in September, The Cunner of Flowers, playing with chalk. Now, Alex, you're not just playing with chalk, are you? No, no, I'm actually really excited. The Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers has invited four artists from around the region to create our own artworks that we will be able to draw on the pavement in large-scale live chalk drawings at the Botanical Gardens in Toowoomba. So it's a little bit more than playing with chalk. For me, I'm actually going to water it right down and kind of paint with the chalk, but it's a very exciting experience to be involved in. Now, I mean, I go back to my childhood and, and using chalk on the concrete footpath. And yes, um, some of my creations were, were very, let's say, left to interpretation. Can you talk us through sort of the idea behind all this creativity with chalk? Yeah. So the whole concept's a really interesting one. As we know, with the whole COVID experience that's happening right now, Carnival have had to become really creative with the ways in which they can activate the spaces and have things on for people. So they went back to their kind of childhood memories of seeing chalk art drawings in other areas, and they thought it'd be really great to bring it into the Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers. With that, though, what I really liked about this project in particular was that they picked four artists with four very different styles and they've left it up to us. So even though we're not allowed to tell anyone or show anyone what our designs are that we have come up with, they have really left that part up to us. They've said, we just want something that's bright and happy and kind of is what Carnival is to you. And so each of us have all come up with our own designs based in our own styles. And yeah, I'm excited about it. Now, you're happening on the Saturday, the 19th of September, is that correct? That's correct. So it'll be the four Saturdays in September and it's from 10 till 2 and you'll be able to catch me at the Botanical Gardens on the 19th of September. Okay, so just going over the the, the whole program itself, on the 5th of September, we've got Christy Richardson. Yes, that's right. Then the following Saturday, the 12th, we've got Mary-Kate Thompson. Yep. Then we've got yourself, uh, Alex Stalling, on the 19th of September. And then on the 26th of September is Stacey Blinker. Stacey Blinker, yes. 
we've got four unique themes, haven't we? Yes. That's going to be happening. And, and so each one's going to be very different. So we're going to need to go along and look at all four of them. Yes, and that's the thing about chalk art is you actually have to go there. It's going to wash away. It's not going to be there forever, and it's one of those things where you are going to have to come along and not only enjoy seeing it being created, but seeing what it looks like when it's completed. And I think that's one part about doing the temporal kind of art forms like this is there's that performance element and there's also that kind of gathering community element as well. Now, I know that you've had a lot of experience in acrylic and watercolour and line work. So chalk is obviously a little bit different. What What's exciting about using chalk from your point of view? So with chalk, uh, I, I probably use it in a way that's just not chalk-like at all. My, as you um, was talking about before, my natural medium that I go to is a lot of painting and wet medium. So when I'm working with chalk, it's I'm wetting it right down, almost using it as like a paint kind of substance and putting it onto the pavement and then coming back over it with water and a brush and actually filling it in. And it gets quite a very thick, but also watercolor texture to it. And it becomes more of a painterly surface rather than that real flaky kind of drawing chalk surface. So I don't know if the others will be doing it similar to mine, but yeah, the way I work with chalk is very different. To me, it sounds like it's almost going to be a little bit 3D. Yeah, so they have asked us in a way, you know, if we can make things look a little bit more realistic if that's within our style. So I've added a few elements where there'll be definite shading and stuff like that. It won't be one of those 3D illusion arts because that's not my particular style. I don't know what the other uh, ladies are doing. It'll have a lot of depth and color and, yeah, it's not going to be like a quick little sketch that you do out in the front pavement. This is going to be something that's going to take quite a few hours and be a bright, vibrant piece of art. So what you're really saying is that my chalk drawings just wouldn't, wouldn't cut it. Uh, what I'm saying is come and watch me and then you'll get some tips. <laughs> uh, Alex, look, I want to thank you for coming on and, and telling us about this. I know you're super excited about it and I believe all the other three ladies are just as excited about it. And I think it's a great thing and something different for the Carnival of Flowers. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm excited about it. One of the things I do love about this kind of stuff is actually being out in the community and engaging with people and answering questions and having those conversations. It's just as fun as actually making the artwork. So any opportunity where I'm given to be actually out in public and creating with people around, yeah, I'm the happiest artist around. Well, I look forward to coming along on, on the four Saturdays and I'll look forward to saying good day to you on Saturday the 19th. And I promise like, I won't try and give you any tips, okay? I will welcome any tips you can give me. <laughs> Alex, again, thanks for your time. That's all right. Thanks for having me on. What's On brought to you by the Toowoomba Regional Council. Wednesday the 2nd, first Wednesday of the month, sees Canvas co-working WordPress meetup from 6pm. Friday the 4th sees the Eat Digital crew host a Zoom How to Create Social Content with Canva, 6 till 8pm. Saturday the 5th, Vlad's Bad Breath book launch will be held at the Walton store 10 to 11.15 and then 11.30 to 12.30. Sunday the 6th, Father's Day at the Museum at Cobb & Co. See all the individual Facebook events for more details about all these events. Markets. Support our local markets. Saturday, the Toowoomba's Farmers Markets are on from 8am under the windmill at Cobb & Co Museum. 
and on Sunday, the Toowoomba PCYC markets at the PCYC Toowoomba from 6am. Well, that's it again for another week. We would love you to subscribe so you don't miss an episode or join our email list and get it emailed directly to you. And it's okay, we won't spam your inbox. If you are holding a sporting, business or school event, we would love to hear from you so we can include you in our podcast. Enjoy your week, stay safe. I'm Shane. See you around, Toowoomba. Toowoomba.